0: i say this calls for action and now nip it in the bud what i do is uh i look a woman up and down and i say hey how you doing and as always i hope you're doing well everybody jim mccarron's here with another edition of the good the bad and the tv on the believe podcast network which say it with me is the number one podcast network for professionals You can check us out on Believe.com, that's our own website, or subscribe to us, rate us on the platform of your choice. Now let's believe in the good, the bad, and the TV. The year is 2001. Bush versus Gore. Bush over Gore. AOL and Time Warner. AOL with Time Warner. Baltimore and the Super Bowl. Dale Earnhardt. Timothy McVeigh, Robert Hansen. the Oklahoma City National Memorial, Anthrax, Enron, Jeter, the deaths of Dale Evans, Abe Beam, Stanley Kramer, Hank Ketchum, John Lee Hooker, Carol O'Connor. All of it happens this year. None of it comes close to being the first thing to mind for 2001. The impact of 9-11 on the entertainment business doesn't compare to the destruction of life and property and senses of personal security throughout the country, but there's fallout nonetheless. Movie releases are rejiggered, Broadway is shut down, concerts are canceled, and TV projects of all stripes are rethought, reshot, rescheduled. At CBS, where I work at the time, the suddenly irrelevant Emmy Awards to air in five days' time are postponed, and then postponed again. The debut of a new show about the CIA is pushed back. It's literally explosive first episode. re edited it. A TV movie about a plane explosion is removed from the schedule altogether. It'll air sometime next year. At the Fox Network... A slightly bigger problem. It has a new and expensive action drama. It's about to premiere. It's about the fight against terrorism. Here's James Sarawicky on slate.com. A few years later, looking back, quote, When 24 debuted on Fox in November of 2001, its chances of survival appeared slim at best. The show's narrative conceit. Each season tells the story of a single day in 24-hour-long episodes. Seemed far too demanding for viewers who seemed to prefer the satisfaction of stories that were neatly contained in a single episode. And 24's focus on the fight against terrorism. Its chief protagonists are members of the Los Angeles office of a government agency called the Counter-Terrorist Unit. Hardly offered escapist fare in the wake of of September 11th." End quote. 24 does end up premiering in November, as the dust in lower Manhattan is literally still settling. The once-abstraction of a weekly TV show about terrorism, still a nightly TV reality. But the interest is high, and the reviews are good. 24, it turns out, is a well-done thriller. Audiences approve. And more and more continue to like it as the weeks tick by, putting 24 on the road to an Emmy-winning crown for the Fox network for the next nine years. 24 tells of Jack Bauer, an LA-based agent working with that CTU. It's a crime-slash-espionage-slash-dramatic thriller created by Joel Cernow and Robert Cochran. Although the story is that when Cochrane hears the initial pitch from Cernow, he laughs it off as impossible to execute. The impossible part, that gimmick implied by the title, each hour-long episode of the season is made up of a real-time hour, the total chronology of which adds up to a single day, a day when the country, if not the planet, is in peril. Week after week, the 24 hours of the day unfold in real time, the urgency of the episode and the story reinforced by a ticking clock on screen. If there are buys to be made, conceits to be accepted, beliefs to be suspended by the gimmick, by the format, you know, lack of meals and bathroom breaks for the characters, deaths to be mourned and then quickly forgotten, travel discrepancies between two locations. The apparent installation of closed-circuit cameras above every inch of the United States accessible in real time. The acceptance that the fate of the world rests on one man's shoulders. Well, 24 makes the buys ones that viewers are willing to go along with, because with Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Bauer, the show is an impressively well acted, compelling, suspenseful. technically technically near flawless drama. With its first season, simply known as Day One, set on the day of the California presidential primary and centering around a plot to assassinate rising star hopeful David Palmer, TV Guide hails 24 as the best new show of the 2001-2002 season. As it grows in popularity and its producers seem to grow in self-confidence, 24 raises the stakes day two, and a handful of future days, pivot on nuclear devices actually threatening U.S. soil. Writes Andy Welch in The Guardian, quote, We'd never seen anything quite like 24 before. When it first aired, 9-11 was very much on our minds. Our leaders told us of growing terrorist threats, warning that new laws would be needed for this changing terrain, While 24's first series didn't deal with Islamic extremism, subsequent series did, and it tackled these concerns head-on. We saw the good guys caught between a desire to keep their country safe and the pesky laws inhibiting their operations, while various plots played to prejudices or subverted them. End quote. From Slate.com again. Quote, Over 24's first four seasons... The seeming weaknesses connected that connected it to 9-11 have proved to be its most important strengths. The show's inherently suspenseful real-time format distinguishes it from everything else on television, and the real-life fight against terrorism has given 24 a political and even moral depth that might otherwise have been missing. While the show is, at heart, an unabashed thriller, it's distinguished by its narrative and its emotional complexity and by Kiefer Sutherland's exceptional work as Jat Bauer, end quote. The real-time framework, well, that proves daunting to writers, as each episode must account for action to take place in each minute of each hour of each episode, regardless of time of day. Be it high noon or midnight, the story of the day lives on. Something has to be going on. And there are systemic challenges connected to moving that story along within the confines of a minute-by-minute, second-by-second, ticking clock. Says writer Michael Losef in an interview several seasons in, quote, It is a challenge. I'd say that for every idea you see on screen, there are five ideas we threw away that were more interesting and less real. And there were five ideas that we threw away that were more real and less interesting. What you have to get used to as a writer is realizing that most of what you come up with is wrong for the show. It sometimes feels as if you're writing with both hands tied behind your back, blindfolded. Some of the problems are simple. You can't do a time cut. You want a character to be at CTU, but he's at the airport, so we can't have him at CTU right then. And then the way we write the show adds to that, because although we do have a broad sense of the entire season's arc, we write the episodes sequentially. So you end up in situations where you need a character to be acting as if they're at full capacity when in fact we've just killed his mother or father. It seemed like a good idea at the time, but later it's just damned inconvenient to have somebody mourning. End quote. But Losef acknowledges that at heart it is TV, that there's no way for everything that happens to happen in real time. And that some things just require some things that you just need to wink at. Sometimes, he says, it's helpful that an airport is actually just two doors down from the office. 24 fans point to its fourth and fifth seasons as its best. The former predicated on a terrorist cell passing itself off as the average suburban family next door, leading to an unplanned ascension to the presidency by an ill-equipped VP. The latter a labyrinthine Shakespearean tale that spins from the new president being more duplicitous than naive ultimately brought down by his mentally unstable wife the day five season of 24 breaks through with 12 Emmy nominations Kiefer Sutherland wins as best actor and the show itself is named best drama on television In 2006, 24 was probably the most influential show on the air, writes Emily Todd Vanderwerf on the avclub.com. Quote, The perfect Venn diagram intersection between critical cachet and huge viewership, a show that was watched by just about everyone who wanted to keep up with what was important in the culture at large. End quote. Terrorism and terror, kidnappings and cold murders, Nerve gas, foreign extremists, treason, suitcase nukes, electromagnetic pulse bombs, martial law, Chinese prisons, scenes of endless torture, the nuclear destruction of poor old Valencia, for God's sake. This is a day in the days of 24. Future seasons take Whispering Jack's one-man defense of democracy to New York, D.C., London, even Africa. If the New York Times finds it what it calls remarkably compelling even as it ages, 24 and its relentless scenes of destruction and violence are wearing, as are its go-to depictions of Islamic extremism, which begin to yield louder and louder cries of protest, joined by headlines such as Stop Normalizing Torture and Why 24 Has to End. Ouch. Kiefer Sutherland's action show is ahead of its time, notes The Guardian, but it verges on obsolescence towards the end of its near decade on the air. Quote By this point, we'd seen The Wire, we'd seen Breaking Bad. We wanted something more cultured, more considered, more, well, better. End quote. When the 24 that begins in 2001 does end in 2010, There are future episodes, but there are either abridged versions or installments that feature a new lead. It does, having made that difference, that often advances the form. A 2005 retrospective in the UK edition of Huffington Post is headlined, how 24 and Kiefer Sutherland's morally compromised hero Jack Bauer changed TV forever. Quote, it might be seen as hard to believe these days, when you can't turn on your TV for clock-ticking crime procedurals, big-budget political thrillers, or hard-to-love, impossible-to-ignore anti heroes. But telly didn't always used to be like this, at least not until 24 came along, bringing Jack Bauer to the world and changing TV forever. End quote. Among the innovations it cites, what it calls the larger-than-life representations of what U.S. justice looks like in Jack Bauer's If the Walls Are Taken Away world, its introduction of binge viewing to the American appetite, staying in, was the new going out, and storylines involving a black president that just may have been a contributing factor in the 2008 election of Barack Obama. But critics and viewers alike Note that 24 innovates in technical ways, too. The gimmick and its ticking clock, the split-screen storytelling, the use of the cliffhanger both from hour to hour and season to season, if not within each hour itself, from act break to act break. And, not for nothing, says AB Club's Emily Todd Vanderwerf, 24's 2006 Emmy as Best Drama, very likely marks the last time a broadcast TV show will claim that honor. you got to believe. I'm Jim McCarrens. I'll be back with another installment of The Good, the Bad, and the TV in 168 hours. Stick around. Thank you for listening to Believe.